Welcome, everyone, back to an exciting episode of the Faith Awakens podcast. If it's been a couple weeks since you've tuned in, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've actually recorded a podcast. So we are doing what I would call our holiday schedule. So um, mm-hmm. so not every week, uh, you know, we're busy people. we got stuff going on. You probably had some, like, finals or tests or some lame thing like that going on the last couple yeah. weeks. and. Um, I've been maybe less busy, but more busy in other ways. I don't know. I, I'm definitely thinking like this whole pandemic thing, um, in ter- I feel almost more busy. And I think part of it is like, there are more virtual meetings and people that are stuck at home that aren't coming into the office and doing like their normal, like work are feeling like, Oh, to make up for that, we've got to, I've got to send a flurry of emails and I've got to set up three different zoom meetings and so, I don't, and I actually heard a story about this on the radio not long ago saying that, yeah, in some cases, people feel like they're working more right now because they're not working in their offices. And a lot of the stuff that you would, that you would take care of, like walking down the hall and saying, hey, did you get that memo yesterday about that thing? Yeah, sure, I did. No problem. Okay. You know, now we have to like have a separate meeting for that or a separate email for that. But anyhow, I digress. Um, we are on our holiday schedule. So we've not been recording every week, but we're back this week for episode 36. Hard to believe we have done this after today three dozen times. Not crazy. too shabby, Meg. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, w- when we get to February, and we will get to February, uh, we'll be coming up on our year anniversary of the Faith of Awakens podcast. That's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I still feel like it's it's spring, you know? It's yeah. weird. It's been but a very I, like, long also, spring. Yeah. It's it's just so weird. I can't stop saying that. Like I wish I had a like a dictionary. Well, I I'm sitting near a bookshelf. There's a dictionary probably here. But I need another word to describe it, but all I can say is like it's so weird. Like everything. Yeah. It's just weird's insane. a good word. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm getting kind of sick of the um unprecedented um, use of that word all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, um, I was listening to another podcast, um, while I was running, uh, today and, um, they were talking about, they were, they always, they're kind of goofy. It's called my brother, my brother and me. And they read, um, they read like, uh, weird ads from like fast food chains and stuff. And there was this one, it was a KFC, uh, ad and they made this like 12 minute lifetime movie about uh colonel sanders it's like a hol- it's like a lifetime holiday film about colonel sanders it's so weird but anyway they're reading the ad um like that they had posted kfc had posted and then like right at the end they were like we know it's been a difficult time for everyone and they're like oh of course you know they just had to put that in there you know yeah. everybody's everybody's saying yeah here we made this for you you know this 12 minute kfc colonel sanders lifetime holiday film this is for you to take your mind off of these unprecedented times like it's just so overused um that word and everyone's saying you know every every time i see an ad i see like it's been a difficult year it's like oh really has it i missed that what are they talking about what yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, no, I hear it. Like, and I find myself saying it and I'm sick of it. You know, yeah, I say it in I'd homilies like, or I, you know, in conversations or in meetings and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm saying all that. Yeah, uh, no. Or like the new normal. It's like oh, this is our new normal. The worst. Like, oh, oh. 
Yeah. It's the worst. Anyway. Well, at the very least, um, at the very least, it will be a new calendar year at least, and so we can maybe stop mm. saying in this unprecedented year. Yeah. Uh, we'll just be starting 2021, and we'll just have to say, like we do every year, in this new year, with new yeah. possibilities and hope. Right? A new hope. Ah, Star Wars <laughs> reference. Ah, uh, got him. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, so what I thought we would do for this uh, edition of the podcast, because this will probably be our uh, our only podcast before the Christmas holiday, though it is a season, not a day, folks. Remember that. It is not just a day. It's a season. But this will be our uh, last podcast before the Christmas season kicks off. So I thought we should do kind of a Christmas special of sorts. Yep. Um, yes. As best you can do that without visuals. Um but so we're going to each uh, go through some of our favorite Christmas things. Okay, so I've got a list mm-hmm. of categories, and then we're going to go down through that and talk about our favorite Christmas things. And we can, and and I know that there are a couple of these where like, oh, it's hard to choose. I like this, but I like this too. You know, so that's all right. You know, it doesn't have to be one thing. You can mention a couple of things. That's that's game. That's fair. Sound good? Sounds amazing. All right. Well, let's start right off the bat with, uh, yeah, let's just, um, the order I wrote them down in here. So what, what is your favorite Christmas movie or show or special? Anything that you would watch at Christmas time, basically. Yeah. Um, I thought about this and it's like, I know some of them are overplayed. Like every time I turn on like ABC family, um, it's like always the same over and over again. Um, but my family really likes Christmas Vacation. Um, uh, we watch that, and then um, I think this is my personal opinion. I think Home Alone Two: Lost in New York is the best Home Alone film. Uh, it's ten million times better than the first one, in my opinion. Um, so definitely that one. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, great. I don't know if I can remember actually seeing that one at all ever. What? You need to, well, turn on literally any movie station and they're probably playing it. Um, because I've seen it, like, I turn on the TV, I've seen it, like, five different times. Um, it's on Is it on Netflix? Then channels. I might watch it. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix. Mm. But it is worth a watch. Um, it's very funny. I can quote a little bit of it, um, which I think every American uh, can almost quote <laughs> the... Um, Tommy Gunn part, if you know what you know what I'm talking about, if you've seen it. But anyway, that one is good. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas can't go wrong. Oh can't sure, go wrong. And yeah, and I was looking forward because this is my first year being a PCM that we host the Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, but we didn't get to do that this year, so it was really yeah, sad, we always but... do that like around like the week before finals. Usually, we have that. Yeah. Campus Ministry Charlie Brown Christmas special and decorate something while we watch it 18 times back to back because it's not that long actually yeah, if you take out yeah. the commercials. No, it's um, not that long. And I remember we would, it was just like it's it's like I don't even know how long is it? It's like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's something like Honestly. that. It's, it's like a, it, it would be over. a half an hour TV special yeah. with commercials probably. Yeah. And everyone was like, okay, well, I guess we'll watch it again. And then so we watched it a couple times, yeah. Um, but, yeah, those are those are kind of my favorites. Elf is good. Um, see, I don't have one answer for this. Cause oh, yeah, you got, you're got you already up to, like, three or four, I think. So 
my mom, but I should say, um, before I let you tell us your favorites, my mom likes to quote Elf whenever we're in the mall. Like, I remember one time she'll, like, see, like, a mall Santa, mm-hmm. and we were walking past um, where Santa sits, and she yelled out, like, the quote where it's like, Santa, it's me, buddy. Like, I know him. She's, like, yelling that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my. And Santa's, like, the Santa's just, like, waving, hi, you know. Hi, that's great. Job, but I'm I'm just like, all right, let's move along here. Let's get, let's go to Bath and Body Works or something. But yeah, those are my favorites. What are okay, yours? Okay, well, um, the Charlie Brown Christmas special was definitely on my list. Um, I like it; just it's nostalgic for me. I do remember actually like tuning in to watch it when it was on the television at a specific time, you know, around the Christmas time to be able to watch that and how much fun that was. And as I got yeah. older and watched it, like when we would have it for the uh, campus ministry event. Like, wow, this like this is a cartoon that was, like, hugely popular and that was played all over America. And right at the center of this thing, like, what is this thing all about? What is Christmas all about? Linus reads from Luke's Gospel and reads, like, yeah. the infancy narrative. I'm like, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So that's uh, made my list for that. Um, but as I thought of, if I had to kind of pick a favorite, like, gets me every time. Uh, and I'm not I'm not one that like cries at movies almost ever really. Um, so, but this one gets me just about every time when I've watched it. And I I've watched it mostly every year around Christmas time. Well, I'll give you a clue. See if you can guess. Okay. I think I know what it is already. Merry but Christmas, Mister yeah. Merry Christmas, yeah, Yo, I knew it. Alone. I yeah. I was just gonna have you do your Jimmy Stewart impression. Yeah. yeah. Everything Jimmy Stewart does sounds like this. Apparently, according to me. According to me. So. I wish I had a Jimmy Stewart impression. Yeah. Oh, man. No, that's a good one. That's <laughs> uh, a good yeah, one. I love it. Well, here's why I like it. Um, it's, it is classic. Um, it's Christmassy. And, again, it gets to, like, it tells a human story, you know, and it, and it kind of gets to this idea of the worth of an individual, you know, this person whose life affects all of these other people's lives, and he can't see it, you know. Um, until mm-hmm. he's suddenly kind of pulled out of that. And, and so, yeah, it, and it is, yeah, I just, I really like it. I think it's a good message. It, it just kind of gets me in the spirit. I, I, I always, you know, every time I've finished watching, I just like, I feel better for it, right? Like it was, a, it made a contribution. So, um, and yeah. of course, you know, I just, yeah, I mean, Jimmy Stewart's great. Donna Reed, an Iowa native, by the way, born and raised in, in, in Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Um, so Donna Reed, who plays Mary, of course, in there, um, the theology is a little off with the angel thing, um, because, uh, it makes it sound like when you, you're, you know, you're a human being and then you die and then you become an angel in heaven. And, um, well, actually human beings are human beings. Angels are angels. Um, now if you really want the wings and the harp and that whole get up when you get up there, I'm sure God can hook you up, but the fact is, you are a human being, and angels are angels, a whole separate class of creation, a pure spiritual being, etc. Yeah. But if you can get over the little theological angelology hang up there, then um, It's a Wonderful Life is a great, great Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong with any Jimmy Stewart movie, in my opinion. He's just amazing. Well, he does kind of, he kind of plays himself in everything he does. <laughs> I know. I remember we watched... Um, in a in a film class, we watched a couple of his movies, but we watched uh, Rear Window. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's like me and my uh, sister. A long time ago, movie. maybe. Hmm. 
And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I love him so much. And then I looked up and he like I learned that he died, which he, he it was a very old yeah. film. Like, I don't know why I didn't like come to terms. And I remember I was so sad. And Hannah was like, my sister was like, Megan, he died like so many years ago. Like, and you're just now back. mourning his death. I'm just now mourning his death. Um, but yeah, what a what a performance. Yeah, I can't yeah, watch. You, you gotta you um, gotta have that kind of a uh, hesitance, <laughs> like like you don't quite know what you're gonna say. And uh... yes, that is so good. Okay, anyone that doesn't think that's good, message me because. I think it's amazing. Actually, I think I it's me doing Dana Carvey's impression of uh, yeah. of, of okay. Jimmy Stewart because Dana Carvey well, did maybe, a good impression. Yeah, he did, and maybe that's because I maybe that's why I like it because I also love Dana Carvey. Um, but yeah, no, I can't watch It's a Wonderful Life because it makes me too sad. Um, yeah, it's, like I mean, if it I gets I, dark. It gets really sad. I I remember watching it for the first time and like. Everyone around me was like, this is such a good movie, blah, blah, blah. And then I watched it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm never watching this. Like, it's it's just, I don't know, I get too attached. You know, I think maybe that's characters. one of the reasons, though, I like it as a Christmas movie is, like, the the, the Christmas story, too, like, the original, is, is kind of dark. Like, it's not all glitzy and candy canes and all this kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, okay, here's this, like, refugee family fleeing for their lives that are having to, you know, give birth to their son in a cave or a barn surrounded by animals yeah. you know and yeah. so like I, and that that to me is much more meaningful than the kind of glitzy popular version of christmas that's always out there i'm not like a complete cr- christmas curmudgeon of course but um i just like i like no. the christmas to me is about the incarnation and the incarnation is about the fact that god came and sat in the mud with us <laughs> you know yeah no but I think people forget that. Like, I think, well, I see all these Christmas decorations, you know, of um, Jesus and like the barn looks so clean and me being from a very rural area who's been in a, like a barn, like we, we don't have animals, but I've, I've been in our barn and it's not clean and we don't even have animals, but I've been my friends growing up um, in their barns with their cows and stuff. I'm like, it's gross. Like, yeah. um, and then I see these decorations. I'm like, man, that's the cleanest barn I've ever seen, you know? Um, so yeah. Yep. It's just, kind of All right. About well, that. we got to keep trucking here. So next category is favorite next Christmas category. song or carol. They're subtly different. Uh, like I, you know, I think there is a difference between like a carol you might sing at church and something you might hear on the mall sound system as you're walking through, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so do you want to go with this one first? Uh, how about you go first? Okay, I'll give you time to think. Um, well, honestly, my favorite carol, uh, kind of picking up on some of the themes we were talking about, actually, I really like, I, and I couldn't even like sing it completely for you. The lyrics kind of escaped me a little bit, but the tune I always just find beautiful and haunting and wonderful and Christmassy. And, and it's one of my favorites is the Coventry carol, which may not mean anything oh, to you. That's a, no, we okay. sang it for chorus. Okay, so it's like it's like a lullaby. Yeah. So the first thing I love about it is I I do imagine like Mary holding Jesus and singing this beautiful little lullaby. Yeah. Um, the lyrics also kind of get a little dark, and it's kind of in a minor key, but it's got this thing that I did a little homework on actually that's called a Picardy third. So where it takes it from minor to major, and so at the kind of end mm-hmm. of the, the phrase, it kind of surprises you because you think it's going to end on a kind of a minor note again, and it doesn't. 
And so I like that aspect of it. Again, the music itself expressing something about Christmas, like here's this kind of dark time and, and this difficult situation, and then light comes into it and like this, this happy thing. Um, and that's, like I say, even expressed in, in, the, in, the, in the notes itself, not even just in the words. But, so I like the Coventry Carol a lot. That's, that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah. As far as like a secular song that I would like, that's a favorite of mine. I, that's harder for me to. It's harder for me to pick. Um, I'll have to think on that one a little bit. The other, the other like okay. carol that I like, just because um, when it comes up like in church when we used to sing in church when that was a thing, remember? Um, yeah, then, oh, <laughs> I miss it. Yeah, I do too. Um, but whenever angels we have heard on high, when we would sing that one, I still remembered from high school. Um, the bass parts to that, so I would jump into the bass part. It's like oh the only, the only, the only song I could really like, kind of harmonize uh, on. And so I like that, especially the Gloria uh, part of that. So Angels yeah. We've Heard on High is a favorite of mine too. Yeah. What about no. You? Um, my favorite Carol um, is probably uh, I don't know if this counts, but I I think it does because it kind of talks about like a wintry day, but. Um, is Angels Among Us. Mm. And uh, I don't know if that counts, but we always sing it like around Christmas or around Advent. So like, um, but it, there's like a speaking intro part in one of the like arrangements or whatever that they do at my church. And I remember like hearing that when I was little and um, we know the lady that like sings at our church. So I would go up to her and she actually subs at our school. So I would, when she would sub in my class, I'm like, listen, like, Next time, you know, can you sing Angels Among Us at Christmas at Mass? And she, and I was, she's like, oh, we'll see. And then I'd be, like, waiting for it all Mass, and then she'd finally uh, uh, sing it. So I don't know if that counts, but it just makes me think of uh, Christmas time, at least. Yeah. Um, I think that definitely counts. Okay, good. Um, but as for song, like, it's hard to pick one because I like them all. Literally, the James Taylor Christmas album is perfection. Mm. Um, but um, original Christmas song, I think, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, Kelly Clarkson's Underneath the Tree. That nope. song gets me so excited for Christmas. You should listen to that. You would like it. But um, that one is probably my favorite, like, original Christmas song. Or my dad likes The Little Drummer Boy with um, Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we listened to that one, and that one's cool because it's just like two very different um, singers coming together to sing Little Drummer Boy. So those are my picks. Good. Those are good choices. I will have to check out – actually, I'll have to check out both of them. Those are new to me, certainly. So Angels Among Us sounds familiar. Maybe I would recognize the tune if I heard it. But the other Kelly Clarkson one, unless I've heard it on the radio or in a store somewhere, I probably don't know it. And – yeah, Unlike you, you, you I tend to avoid them. this kind of music up until Christmas. And then about the time that I want to listen to it, guess what? Uh, all of the radio stations pull it because Christmas is over on December 25th, as we all know. Boo. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's, it's funny you say that because uh, whenever I see, you know, mangers set up around this time, I'm like, all right, well, the baby Jesus technically shouldn't be there right now. Like, he shouldn't because, you know, he's not here yet. So, um, I, I did set up like a little that. nativity scene. One of the retired priests actually wonderful little gift. He, you know, he's he's retired. He's got an, he's got another nativity scene. Here, you 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 have this. So he gave me this beautiful nativity scene. It's nice, small. I 
perfect, put it in my apartment. And I was like, should I put the baby Jesus in there or not? But then it looked really weird with Mary and Joseph just staring at the ground. So <laughs> I thought, yeah, let's put Jesus in there. Yeah, so. I get it. And then it's like, where do you put him? You know, where do you put him when he's not in there? You yeah. Know? Then then it feels like, even where worse. Go? Like, Jesus is in the, yeah, you know, like alone, in the drawer. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about favorite food, candy, cookie, sweet, or other Christmas treat? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like all the all the food. <laughs> well, I'll give you more time to think about it because I am ready with my answers. Um, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so one thing which no one will ever know, and it's just my family's thing, but it is it is it is Christmas incarnate kind of for me is these little round hard cookies that we made that my my grandmother made and ancestors before her probably made called pepper nuts and it's not unique to our family there are other pep if you look up pepper nuts online you'll find different recipes but they're generally not like super super sweet but they're and they're usually kind of like a hard crunchy cookie that you would normally dunk in coffee or cocoa um so they're just like little round cookies and the in our family recipe the principal spice in them is cardamom seed. Um, so, uh, which we would actually sometimes buy whole and actually grind up in a mortar and pestle and then add that to it. But oh. you can buy, you can buy ground cardamom fine. But I have found in making these myself that if you're going to do that, then if you were buying the already pre-ground cardamom, use about twice as much of it as the, the, the stuff if you're grinding it yourself. Cause it's just the oils and the seed are not as potent, um, flavor if it's already coming in the pre-ground stuff. But anyhow, so I love this stuff. I haven't made a batch yet this Christmas season or upcoming Advent and Christmas season because I just haven't had time. But when I did go home for Thanksgiving, my sister, thank goodness, uh, hooked me up with a gigantic (laughs) bag of them. And so I've been, you know, I give myself a few every day um, or have some with cocoa in the evening or something. So um, yeah, but, and I actually like them probably best with coffee. I feel like coffee is kind of the missing ingredient with them. Uh, but that's my favorite. The other that would be more familiar to people and detested by most, but enjoyed by me, is I actually am one of that very small sliver of people on the planet that likes fruitcake. But not a dry, oh. crumbly, mealy fruitcake. Like, I like a moist mm. fruitcake. And uh, actually, Hy-Vee makes a pretty decent one. And so, like, a thing I would like to do after Christmas Eve mass is get home and Hunk, uh, you know, slice a hunk of uh, of, crisp, of of fruit cake off, and and eat, eat with a glass of milk or maybe some cocoa or something stronger. Um, but yeah, I like, <laughs> I do like fruit cake. I admit it. I well can't really. Well, I should say I shouldn't say that because I've never tried like a good. I don't think I've ever tried like a good fruit cake. Maybe I'd like it. I don't know. Ugh. It just freaks me out. Like I see it in the store. I'm just—I see the fruit, like you can see the chunks of fruit, like in the in the loaf, and I'm just like, oh, no thanks. Like it's all like candied so fruit, cheap. though. Yeah, but like I don't trust anything because it's always like kind of on sale, and I'm like, well, why is it on sale? It's because nobody time, likes you know? it, but everybody <laughs> thinks. Trust it. But everybody thinks you have to have fruit cake. It's Christmas season, and then there are suckers right. like me that are like, ooh, there's a special on fruit cake. So yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I can't relate on that, but I like um, the I like all the food. Like it's hard for me to nail one down. Like I love a good candy cane. You know, those seem to be abundant during this time of year. But um, I also love 
uh, these like cookies, which we make them year round. So I guess they're not uh, holiday cookies, but there seem to be more of them during this time. But um, they're called peanut butter blossoms. And it's basically like a mm-hmm. peanut butter cookie, but you put a chocolate kiss in the middle. Oh, yeah. Those are awesome. Oh, those, those are, are so good. Those as far are as amazing. cookies go, that probably would be near my top. Probably. Yeah. I yeah. also like the ones and people make around this time of year, like with the pretzel and like a Rolo and like a walnut or the yeah. pecan. Maybe it's a pecan. I think it's a pretzel, yeah. Rolo, pecan. Mm, those are good. Yeah, those are very good. So, but literally any cookie, just give it to me. Like they used to have back, I think before COVID um, last year, they used to have these like cookies, ex- cookie exchange. Um, my mom used yeah. to get together with some teachers and each one like would make a batch of cookies and then they'd like, give each you know you could take from uh each of them and that was good because we'd always get a variety but um we're gonna have to make our own this year so yeah but that's probably my favorite food all right this one's a little memory yeah what about memory favorite christmas Christmas memory memory. uh boy i i I will go back to a category of memories i guess um so i my family we were the one of the families that I mean, and like this doesn't happen anymore. I'm kind of sad about it, but like midnight mass at my home parish growing up was a big deal. Like a lot of people came to mm. midnight mass. It was it was maybe not like jam packed full, but it was it felt like it was pretty close to that. Like it was a big deal. People still went out at that time of night for for mass. And when I was a kid, we would actually go to bed early, you know, and then like sleep for a few hours. And then mom and dad would get us up to go to, to midnight mass. And that always felt so cool. Like we're getting up in the middle of the night to go to church, you know? Um, and just the church was usually more, you know, kind of, it was usually dark. And then, you know, it's the first time you're singing like these Christmas carols. And I just like that whole ambiance. Um, I don't know. It probably had something to do with my vocation, to be honest, because I just loved it. You know, like that was so cool. And then usually um, the way my family kind of did things too is, you know, inevitably, Dad would get us, like, loaded up in literally the station wagon, and then we'd realize, oh, oh, I forgot to turn off some lights, and he'd go into the house and take an inordinately long period of time shutting off the lights. You know, like, what? He just, you know, he can't take that long to go into the house and turn off some lights. Well, stupid us, right? What's he doing but putting presents under the tree? And then we'd go and load up in the station wagon, go to Midnight Mass, come back from Midnight Mass, and lo and behold, while we were gone, Santa Claus had come. Santa came. Yeah. Well, it wasn't your dad. It totally wasn't your dad putting. It was definitely Santa. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sure he was just putting out the cookie and the milk and the things like that, the Santa bait. Right. Uh, He was probably setting that out. Exactly. Um, And then Santa came while we were at Midnight Mass. And then usually, like, before we went back to bed, we could, like, open one small present, and then we went back to bed. And and so I remember, like, you know, opening some little thing and, like, sleeping with that toy or something, you know. Oh. So, yeah. So good memories there. Mostly around getting up in the middle of the night and going to Mass. Yeah. No, I miss, that's like made me sad these past couple of days. I realized like we won't be going to Christmas Eve mass, which is where we go. Um, We go to Christmas Eve mass and they usually have, um, we usually go to our um, home parish, but lately they've been like in the past couple of years, there's been people saving seats. Um, So we get there and there's like, no, we have to like stand, which isn't a big deal. Um, But it's just like kind of annoying. Um, especially because we get there early to get a seat and then they're like saving seats, whatever. Um, so, but they usually have the little kids like choir sing a song before 
mass, which is um, we did when we were younger, and then they yeah. have the older kids singing in the lofts uh, during mass, so that's always nice. Um, but then we go to um, my uncle's Christmas Eve party, and they do we do like a, a white elephant exchange with like it's just he invites like some of our family and then some of his friends. Um, and actually, one of the guys that comes, he worked uh, on the very first like uh, Star Wars movie. Um, he helped with it. Yeah, I'll have to tell you about that later. Cause, that is awesome. Um, it is very cool. And he like gifted one time, gifted my uncle a like original like sketch because um, he did like the sketches and stuff for it. So yeah, I'll I'll find more info about that because I kind of forget uh, what his name uh, his name was. But um, yeah, we usually wasn't go there. George and Lucas, we, was we, it? No, it no, wasn't okay. George Lucas. Okay. <laughs> um. So then, oh, that's really fun. That's one of my favorite ones. And then uh, usually just being with, honestly, just being with my big, like, huge family on both sides, is I, I'm going to miss that so much, and it makes me so sad. Um, yeah. But um, another category of memories that, like, I'm really miss this year is we usually go to Disney, Disney World. We're fortunate enough to go um, usually once a year around this time. And that's just going to be really hard because that's like when my dad, like he saves up all his days for uh, farming uh, during harvest. So he can take off during that. And then during planting season, and then another, he takes off a week um, or two to go to Disney with us. So it's just kind of like nice to go um, someplace all together where we can be all together and so yeah. you know, everybody working all the time. And that's just his, I mean, that's my happy place, but that's really my dad's happy place. Um, going there and he's such a nerd he's such a nerd um, and he reads like he'll like during the year he'll like he'll suggest things he'll be like oh we should go here we should go here um, oh I've read about this place you know so it's just fun also it's warmer you know yeah, I ran today that. I ran today a little earlier because it was supposed to get colder and I don't have to you know I can get up at 6 in the morning and run at in Florida and it's like a great temperature um, so I'm going to miss running there. And also we usually go around, um, well, last year I did the half with my dad and the half marathon, but we usually go around that time. And I love it because I'll be running and everyone thinks I'm running the marathon. So they're always like, Oh, good luck on Saturday. You know? Um, so it's kind of nice, you know, to get that recognition, but, um, yeah, definitely going to miss going to Disney this year. Uh, yeah. It's going to really be different sad. all the way around, but yeah. All right. We got so one more. Year. Favorite present from childhood that you could remember? Like, favorite thing you got as a kid? Okay. I have one thing comes to mind. So, this, usually we have, like, my family goes all out for Christmas decorations, but this year we're kind of scaled back because we're kind of getting rid of our decorations and, like, uh, buying some new ones just because we're kind of redecorating our house. But usually we have this, like, giant sleigh that belonged to my um, great-grandparents or relatives and uh, we put it on our porch and we like fill it with all these like fake presents and stuff. And I remember one time, uh, uh, one year, my uh, we had finished opening gifts inside, and my mom's like, "Oh, they left one more present. Santa left one more present. It's in the sleigh." And oh my gosh, we went outside and it was there, like it was in the sleigh. And I remember being like, "Oh my gosh, Santa! Like he he left it on our porch. Like that's so cool." Um, and it was a. Uh, and I still have it. It was a, if you've ever seen the musical Wicked, um, 
one of the main characters is Elphaba, the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, so it was a, a Elphaba doll. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can't even remember what my sister got. I was more uh, focused mm. on what I got. But yeah, that was probably one of my favorite uh, gifts. But yeah. Um, Anything? For me, what do you gosh. Got? Um, well, the one that's so many kind of gifts, most, everyone. one that was most memorable that I think I was kind of excited to get and that I used a lot the day uh, that I got it was I really, for some dumb reason, wanted a pogo stick um, at some point. (gasps) And um, my dad was kind of risk-adverse with things like that. God bless him. Like when I said, hey, Dad, I want to play football. He said, "Mm, no, (laughs) I would have been crushed. But anyhow, um, so like I didn't, you know, know, the idea of jumping around on this spring, you know, probably didn't appeal to him all that great. But I really wanted a pogo stick that year for whatever reason. And I got it. I got a pogo stick. And so that we had like a driveway and it was an unseasonably warm Christmas that year. Like it was 50 degrees out. So I was able to pogo stick like all of Christmas Day. You know, Um, (laughs) I was just like on the and it makes this terrible sound, actually, like this screeching. Yeah, just awful sound. So my family must have been like driven nuts with this thing because I was on the pogo stick all day. Unfortunately, part of the other reason why that present is so memorable is that because um, I think I, you know, between like Christmas cookies and sweets and maybe some leftover Chinese that day and then bouncing up and down all day long oh gosh, on your no. new pogo stick, no. I got very ill later that day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and that so, yes, uh, definitely made some, made some powerful memories. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I should, I should applaud you because pogo sticking, that's hard. That was called pogo sticking. Pogoing, I got, I don't know. You know, I would count like how many times I could do it. I got better as the day went on before I got That's ill. Really hard. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never gotten a pogo stick before maybe i should put that on my list we got stilts one year me and my sister got stilts. oh that's that's cool and that was cool and we were on those all day we did not get sick though later in the day so we should have because we fell off them a bunch of times but pogo stick i should man i wish we would have had this episode earlier i definitely want to put that on my list well there, as a 22 year old woman i need a pogo you can still stick ask santa claus maybe santa claus will be good to you <laughs> I think I think Santa Claus would be disappointed. He'd probably write back and be like, "No, you're too old." I think in hi- in hindsight, it was probably like, you know, like after that Christmas, like, did I ever get that thing out? Probably hardly ever, you know. So, the joy was kind of short lived. But boy, that was it was exciting that day. I will tell you. Yeah. Um, until I couldn't hold my cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And everyone's just like, and everyone's already mad at you because of like the sound it's making. And then, and then you get sick. Like, Oh, I love it. The The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Well, great Christmas memories. Um, yes. So yeah, it's almost upon us. Um, we're a week and a day away from uh, Christmas Eve. Um, so that's cool. That's crazy. uh, Yeah. It'll be good. I love. I do love. I do love Christmas. It's a good, good thing. I just. I. I don't even want to think about it ending because then it's like, we have Easter, but that's like seems like so far away. I think. I think um, Ash Wednesday is kind of even early this year. I know like Easter's April fourth, so oh, yeah. Ash Wednesday's got to be like early February. It won't be long before we're oh, wow. smudging our foreheads. Yep. Oh, that's. I love it. How are we going to do that in pandemic time? 
probably with like oh gosh, a I never thought of that. cotton swab from a distance. Or actually, I saw this going around. They do this in Italy and other places where instead of like putting the ash on your forehead, they just take ashes and they sprinkle them on your head. Oh. So, mm-hmm. But that may be the way that we have to do it this year if we can't touch people. That would be. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, well. Bring your own ashes. Across. There you go. Bring your own ashes. <laughs> Sharpie. Uh, well, Meg, um, uh, I will probably talk to you before Christmas, but uh, just in case, have a, a holly jolly, merry, happy Christmas, all of that, um, and to your family as well. And yeah, uh, you too. Yeah. yeah, it'll be good. I don't know what to expect for Mass. We do have Mass here at Christ the King Chapel, but it's usually kind of a smaller affair anyhow since we're not really a parish and we don't really advertise it. But it's, you know, faculty, staff, and some of their families. But with seating restrictions this year and people just wanting to be careful, as they should be, and us taking other precautions, it's going to be pretty simple. And, yeah. But you know what? Uh, It's still celebrating the same saving event. So that's the most important thing. So. Right, exactly. We're still celebrating Christmas. Amen. Amen. All right, well, I'll let you bring us home, bring a close to this special holiday Christmas edition of the Faith Awakens podcast. All right. May the faith be with you. And with your spirit. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Mm -hmm.